Today's Unseminary podcast episode is brought to you by Regal Theater Church, the only theater company providing full-service consultation for churches wanting to create dynamic worship services in familiar, culturally relevant venues, the local movie theater, with lots of parking, spacious lobbies, plenty of bathrooms, and a perfect view of the screen from a comfortable seat. Regal Theaters are ideal for church plants and multi-sites. Learn more at regaltheaterchurch.com or call their incredible team at 1-800-792-8244 today. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. Are you looking for practical ministry help to drive your ministry further, faster? Have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of others in pursuit of stuff that we wish they had taught in seminary. Buckle up and let's get started with this week's Unseminary Podcast. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. My name's Rich, the host around these parts. So glad that you've decided to tune in today. Listen, I know uh, that you're busy this week. I know you've got a lot going on. As we head into this weekend, I'm sure you've got a million things on your mind, and and we're just honored that you would take some time out uh, to plug us into your ears, as we like to say, and listen in. So thank you so much for being here today. I'm excited for today's conversation. We're with Kevin Negard from Sunnybrook Community Church. This is a fantastic church. Started in the early 60s, but really had a significant turnaround, significant change um, in the early 2000s, really became a brand new church at that point and is is one of the fastest growing churches in the country. Um, the fantastic church. Super glad to have you on the show today, Kevin. Thank you. Yeah, this is going to be a great, uh, great time today. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your role at Sunnybrook? Well, I'm the executive director of the church. I've been here uh, about three and a half years. Uh, really came from a medical community, so I wasn't, uh, I was involved in the church, but not in a um, hiring way. Never wanted to work in the church. was actually (laughs) leading the search committee for the job I'm now uh, doing. Oh, I see how it works. I see how it works, Kevin. That's exactly right. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I I did not want the job. And the senior pastor came and said, hey, I think you're being called to this and we need you. And and I think mainly we had gone through 10 years um, of kind of the transition Mm -hmm. and uh, knew we were ready to take the, the next step in the uh, previous administrators were great, and their strength is probably financial and mm-hmm. policies. Mm-hmm. Uh, my strength is more of holding people accountable and being able to, you know, make some changes. So that's kind of what they were looking for, and thought I had the right skill set. So here I am, and it's been an incredible blessing. Cool. Now, why don't you tell us a little bit about Sunnybrook? Give us a sense of kind of the the culture there. Um, you know, kind of yeah. Give us a sense of you know. So if people were to walk into Sunnybrook this weekend, what would they experience? Uh, they would they would experience a, a lot of blue jeans. If you're wearing a tie, we know you're a visitor. Um, <laughs> there is coffee all over the place. Uh, we are uh, coming up on Thanksgiving will be a year in our new auditorium, and there is um, cup holders on every seat. Um, so that's really who we are, incredibly welcoming. Mm-hmm. Um, man, incredible worship, um, gospel great. teaching. Um, you know, we're in a series called Shattered and you know, about the hurts in life and uh, just so practical, but biblically based and a uh, ton of kids, mm-hmm. little kids running all over the place. And uh, yeah, so plenty of energy, plenty of excitement, uh, incredibly welcoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to meet people where they are mm-hmm. and then lead them uh, down their path of growth, you know, spiritual development. Very cool. Well, I loved in your intro where you talked a little bit about, hey, as a role executive director, my, one of my strengths is holding people accountable. 
even in our early kind of friendship here, you seem like such a friendly guy, nice guy. Uh, <laughs> we'd love to talk about that today because I think sometimes when people think about how do we be good stewards or you know kind of manage our time and our resources well, sometimes they can picture a person that's like, gosh, they're kind of a killjoy, which you're definitely not that. So why don't we talk a little bit about that today in your role as executive director? Um, you know, how is it that you're helping your team manage resources and you know your time and and that that sort of thing well? Uh, you know, I think. I, I keep going back to you know we're we're a two point three million dollar budget. Mm -hmm. Every penny is given to us, mm -hmm. and so we need to be incredibly good stewards of that financially. Right. But so much of our budget is people, and so um, we need to be incredibly good stewards of our time as mm -hmm. well. So coming into this setting out of the business world, where um, I was in medicine and, and running a, a practice of orthopedic surgeons and neurosurgeons, um, you know who are go 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 and uh, you know just at times too much that way and trying to find that balance but coming to the church I had no idea so one of the first things I did was just to the full-time staff tell me what you do tell me how mm. your day works tell me how your week works write out your hours and so on and so forth and I was surprised of the nine full-time people at that point in time one of them put down 40 hours everybody mm. else was less than 40 hours hmm. so for me it was like holy cow there's a disconnect here and we gotta figure this thing out mm. that's really where we started with where are you at and then what is our expectation. Mm -hmm. um, I love what you said there at the beginning, just to um, you know, underline that a little bit. I think sometimes we can see staff cost. We manage our, you know, our, the googly eyes budget, I like to call it, the, but a lot of times that's really insignificant in comparison to this, the money we spend on staff and how we manage our staff time is significant. Um, you know, I know on the on the kind of googly eye side of things. Even just this week, I was out with some of our staff, and we t I took them out for lunch. And um, you know, people were like, "Oh, thank you so much." And I said, "Listen, don't thank me. Thank the good people who tithe here at our church. Yeah. You know, they were the ones who provided lunch today, um, and we were able to do that, and that was a blessing because of that." But then, you know, even even more so, the time for us all to be away is, is significant. So, starting with tracking, how did you actually do that? How did you, you know, kind of get a sense of what that looked like? Yeah. So I just said. I have no idea what your job is or what you're right. doing or when you're here and so on and so forth. And so just write it down. Tell me mm. what your typical week is. So it wasn't me assuming. And so when I could go back to them and say, you're working 38 hours, mm. you know, they had completed that. It wasn't me assuming or anything like that. <laughs> so I got that data and then really set the standard. Here's the deal is if you're full time here, you're going to create a schedule, a seasonal schedule that's 44 hours a week. Mm. Now on Sunday, um, you know everybody's going to worship one hour unless you're tech or the senior pastor preaching. Mm -hmm. But you know if you're in children's ministry, we expect you to get out of there and go to one of the services. So you know those can count. You can count hours that you're at home studying. Mm -hmm. You can count hours that you meet people. But you're going to give me a schedule, hmm. and then I'm going to hold you accountable to that schedule. Hmm. And it's incredibly important to me that if you say you're going to be here at nine o'clock, you're here at nine o'clock. Mm. You're setting your own schedule, so the only thing I'm asking of you is to do what you've told me you're going to do. Hmm. That's so, that's powerful. That's you know because you're not coming at it from a hey I'm telling you what to do. You're asking people to define ahead of time. Right. H how was that received by your folks? Well, I think one of the things that we were we're very fortunate is we're we're financially blessed right now, mm. and so as we were increasing expectations, we could increase benefits or or little things within the culture to do that. Mm. 
because ultimately I want to get where I can recruit and retain anybody. It doesn't matter what setting they are in, mm -hmm. I'm going to be able to go out and get them and pay them close enough financially to what maybe they were making in the business world and then to be able to have a benefit package and everything else um, that will be able to retain them as right. well. So as we were increasing expectations, we, we added some benefits. Um, you know, we, I think one of the early things we did is we just called it ministry enhancement money. Mm. I'm going to give you $100 a month above your salary. And that is for cell phone, taking somebody out. Mm. Do I have to wear, get a new shirt because of whatever? I got to get a babysitter. I don't want to hear any of that. Mm. This is 100 bucks. You don't have to report it back to me. But it ah, takes interesting. all of those incidentals that you can just get tied up in time of, well, should I do this? Should I not do right. this? You know, in those arguments. And we want our people's time focused on ministry. Mm. like, now, how did you how did you ensure that people? So one thing I think I think the total hours thing I think I appreciate about you pushing that issue is I think there can be I think sometimes ministry leaders can oscillate between it's easy to oscillate between two sides of it. Either there's like workaholism where it's like you become so wrapped up in what you do, you define who you are because there's a little bit of a bottomless pit. At the end of the day, we're trying to reach a world that's lost. And it's like, well, when is that done? Yep. It's not done at Friday at four o'clock. Um, but on the other side, there because there's some flexibility in there, there can be a temptation to say, you know what, I'm just going to come in an hour later this this week, and you do that over six weeks, and before you know it, you're coming in at noon, and you know things get can get a little bit you know lax. So it's not just about filling hours. How did you ensure that how people are filling those hours well? What did you do on that front? Well, I think it is. I, I meet with the staff um, on a weekly basis, and a lot of it is one on one, and I'm I'm constantly. Um, you know, I follow John Gordon and Mark Miller a lot and handing out things that they can do from practical things. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we were, I think we were kind of a traditional church where we, we counted attendance, but in other ministries it would be, you know, we're about spiritual development. We're about, and I'm like, no, we have to be about numbers because every number represents mm -hmm. a life that's going to heaven or hell. Mm -hmm. And so not that that's necessarily the only thing, and we have to be incredibly concerned about spiritual development. But don't get away from that because that's a very good objective measure to say you're doing. So it's not only the numbers, but it's what are you doing? Tell me what you're doing in your ministry. What have you changed? So we'll, we tell our people, you have to be constant tinkerers. Mm. We do not want the same program year after year and really semester to semester. Mm. So tinker with it. So come and I'm going to ask you what tinkers have you made? What changes mm. have you made? What are you doing? And then you share that with me. Um, so I think we're looking at the production side as well, which for a lot of churches and, and student ministry guys, they're like, don't tell me about numbers, it's about spiritual development, yes. and it has to be both. Right. But, but the numbers are the one objective thing. And we have now gotten staff, and it's taken for some three years to understand the importance of it. Our student ministry, for the first time ever, when we started this ministry season, called every kid who came last year who wasn't coming this year. Mm. to find out hmm. is there something going What's on in going your on? family is it just too crazy you're in a new sport whatever it may be mm -hmm. but we found out and you know what a lot of those kids over half they said came back because someone reached out to them and just right. said and some said I can't I got you know I'm working now or whatever the case may be but you know every one of those numbers is a person and, and we need to understand that absolutely i love what uh the folks at new spring say they say every number 
has a name, every name has a story, every story matters to God. And, you know, the reality of it is that obviously it can't, it's not just all about the aggregate numbers, but the thing I appreciate you doing is trying to rebalance some of that and saying, hey, you know what, we, we need to worry about those things, um, you know, for sure. No, that's, that's very cool. Now, what about on, you know, I'm sure there was some pushback, right? I'm sure, you know, it sounds like everything is sunny at Sunnybrook. Um, but what, you know, how, how did you deal with that as a, you know, leader who's trying to lead kind of a bit of a change management in an area that can sometimes be perceived like, oh, Kevin's just the numbers guy. How did you lead through that process? Well, uh, one is I was involved in their ministries. I would, you know, I'd come on Wednesday night. I would ask them. I would. I was involved in their lives, wanting to know that. So one of the things, you know, we've done a bunch of things, I think, to see that human side. So we thought breaking bread together once a week was really important for staff. Mm -hmm. And they thought about that for years and years, but they could never get everybody to go because someone would pick a expensive restaurant or, you know, whatever the case may be. So what we did is twice a month, we're going every, every uh, week, twice a month we're giving you a $5 Chick-fil-A card. Okay, mm. And we're going to Chick-fil-A. Mm. Now you can't say I don't have money because for two bucks, you know, you can get a meal there or whatever. Yeah. And it's been very good. Hmm. Um, we have, because I, I, you said it earlier about the workaholic and this is who I am, I have a tendency that was a part of my life before. Mm -hmm. So we give everybody, um, you get a half day spiritual re retreat, we give you 10 bucks to get, you know, Starbucks a meal and go mm -hmm. and get off here. How, how often is that? How often is that? Once a month. Once, Once a month. month. That's great. They Fantastic. get that. Um, we go off site for team retreats quarterly. Um, mm -hmm. For sure, if not more, mm -hmm. uh, we have a nice continuing education uh, budget form. We do mm -hmm. a lot, of, you know, like at uh, St. Patrick's Day, mm -hmm. um, we handed out $100 bills to full-time people, mm -hmm. you know, give a little green. and you know, So we're oh, constantly that's trying fun. to do those little things like that. Because, again, I think if we're going to – we, we – we're not looking for seminary people. That's why when you know I got the email from him, like, oh, this is my guy. <laughs> you know, we believe there's some of that, but right. for a lot of people, we want that incredible calling. Mm -hmm. um, and for you know our, our children's ministry guy, who's a very successful salesperson, mm -hmm. um, met with me and said, "Hey, I want to get into ministry sometime." And like, I think you can be our children's ministry director. He goes, mm -hmm. "I love kids, but I don't want to roll around with kids eight hours." <laughs> and I'm That's like, if you do. do I'm going to fire you. Yes, exactly. You, you are the CEO of this little business under this big entity. Yes. And so you get bonuses in the business world uh, based on merit and doing great things. So we've we've tried to implement a lot of those things along the way. Very interesting. Well, is there anything else? This has been this has been interesting. Is there anything else you want to share kind of before we shift into the next, you know, the next part of the show? I just think, you know, you need to be really firm with your expectations. And that was clear from the game. This is they hired me because of who I am and how I was, you know, we we're going to hold people accountable and we were going to be fully employed. And we are a hard working staff. And that's what I tell when we're looking to hire is this is who we are. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's perfect, but it's helped us um, be able to grow and expand. And I think God's blessing us. Um, but this is who we are. Mm -hmm. And so don't come in thinking, oh, you're going to soften me or you're going to change this or not. Uh, that's not going to happen. We're mm -hmm. going to be a hard working staff who we're going to do things for people, we're going to do merit raises, we're going to do bonuses, uh, you know, based on what you're doing. And we are going to talk um, when the expectation isn't being met. Mm. Because part of it may be you are getting burnt out, there's something going on, and we want to help with that. It's right. not like we're going to talk and then you're gone. It right. is we're going to talk, find out what the cause is, and then what we can do to help you. And sometimes that help is moving on to another position at mm. a different 
location. Now, what through you know kind of increasing expectations, what have the results been at the church? Like, what from a you know growth point of view and all that, have you been able to see? Like, okay, as we kind of invest more and you know focus more on these staff issues, have been able to see that translate into you know life change and you know more connection as a church? Yeah, absolutely. I think you know where we were very probably traditional church. If we ran our ministry seasons, were the same as the school year seasons, and I'm like, that may be the dumbest thing in the world because that's when kids are the busiest. <laughs> So we have now implemented like on uh, the one or two weeks of Christmas break. So our children's ministry, I said, you know, those kids are at home, but there's still a lot of moms and dads who are working. So they're looking for something to do with their kids during that time. So uh, the two days before Christmas this past year, we did a a camp called Make It, Take It. And kids came in and made Christmas presents for their parents. Mm. So it's a three out. It's all morning. So kids, parents can drop them off and go to work or they can go shopping or whatever the case may do. You know, we had 50 kids. Then we ran uh, Ninja Warrior Camp. <laughs> and we had kids running throughout church. We had blow-ups. I mean, it was great. There's very 100 cool. kids. Wow, that's very cool. But kids are available then. Why are we not providing right. opportunities at that point in time? Right. Very um, cool. We hired somebody to do full-time sports ministry because <laughs> parents will pay anything for their kids to go to camp. Mm. So let's create all of these opportunities in camps that – we're teaching leadership points that may be Christian. It doesn't have to be in-your-face Christianity, but our our leaders and the people, our guest speakers, are all coming from a faith-based background. Um, and kids go home with a booklet of here's what they're talking about, here's the leadership points. Um, so we're very much, we can't be this traditional. we got to look at these other times and, uh, and provide opportunities to touch people. This is the Unseminary Podcast. Stuff you wish they taught in seminary. All right, well, we're going to jump into the lightning round, that part of the episode where we ask the same similar questions to people who's, who've been on the show. Today, we're super excited to have Kevin Negard with us from Sunnybrook Community Church. You really should be following this church if you're not already. They're doing some fascinating things. It's been a great conversation uh, today. Well, Kevin, what is you know a you know piece of technology or an online resource that you've been using recently that's been helping you? Yeah, you're asking me, and I'm the most untechy guy. <laughs> nice. I'm, Come on. I'm horrible, but uh, I've been taking some ex-pastor classes. Okay, great. Uh, that's been beneficial. Great site. Um, I, I love following um, John Gordon and Mark mm-hmm. Miller. Uh, I just think they're uh, they're practical. Um, and, and a lot of the things, especially when we work at think about productivity and, and time and that type of thing, they, they, they're very helpful in those things, and I can easily pass that on to staff. Um, so, unfortunately, that's about all my technology. <laughs> no, no, come on. That's great. How about a book? Have you read any books in the last six months that have had an impact on your ministry and thinking? Well, I love um, Lead for God's Sake. Uh, I'm not a very smart guy, so I like to read simple books and parables. And again, uh, Mark Miller and John Gordon and those type of things. But Lead for God's Sakes, we just did with a group of men. uh, And then we took it to a bigger group and now getting it into the colleges a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's really kind of my strength or Mm -hmm. kind of the area I'd like to read in is the parables. Mm Mike Matheny, we'll talk more about him. The Cardinals manager wrote the Matheny Manifesto and mm. just basic mm-hmm. stuff, but so down to earth, and uh, okay. that's really good. And then we are, as a staff, reading. Um, oh, I'm going to be in trouble here. Uh, it is uh, Strengthening the Soul of Your Leadership. So oh, yeah. Ruth Haley Barton's book. That's a fantastic yes. book. We're doing that on a weekly basis, and that's been very good. Uh, that's very good. That's a great book. We use that in our uh, first 90 days at our, our, our church with our staff. That's a great uh, a great book for sure. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. What's another ministry you're looking to that's you know kind of inspiring you these days? Well, I, I you know, Willow Creek, um, mm. I think, is always cutting and doing something else. Mm. Uh, 
God has brought a, a, a gentleman by the name of Jake Sullivan uh, into my life. Uh, his his uh, ministry is Acts 2 Collection. Uh, he's a uh, college Division I um, all-conference basketball player who just felt this um, tug on his life for Christ and then kind of got bored and said, God, there's got to be more. I'm an adrenaline junkie. And God said, go to the nation. So he goes to Ghana. Mm. And now he feels a call to go to Chad. Hmm. And um, just his thinking through how to do ministry internationally and how to reach people. And the guy just, you know, he's one of those guys who every day I want my life um, lived for Christ, dependent on Christ. Mm -hmm. He loves the moments where, God, if you don't show up here, I don't know if I'm getting out of here. And Mm -hmm. so he makes me incredibly uncomfortable, which I need. Uh, So it's Acts 2 Collective, and I think he's doing some great things. Very cool. If you could get 15 minutes with any leader alive today, who would you want to get that with and why? Well, uh, I would like Mike Matheny. I'm a baseball mm. junkie, even though you abused me about the Cubs. The first thing you said to me, uh, Cardinals guy. Mike is the, the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals, um, was a professional baseball player, but never coached or managed at any level other than his son's little league mm. coach, and then became the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals and had incredible success. But is a man of faith. Um, faith is a very big part of their team uh, and their culture, and I am so curious of how you can build that in a professional sport mm-hmm. that just seems uh, so anti, um, you know, faith-based or that type of thing. But mm-hmm. uh, they have an incredible culture. They get rid of players no matter their talent if they don't fit their culture and, you know, just to have the guts to do that. And so I'd love to spend some time with him. Very cool. Nice. Well, I'm sure, you know, you keep busy when you're, uh, you know, at Sunnybrook, a lot going on. But when you want to kind of kick back and have some fun, just relax a little bit, what do you, what do, you do in your personal life just to have fun? Yeah, I like to run. Uh, it's a good time. Um, it's probably more shuffling than running, but (laughs) I'm still getting out there. That's good, man. That's good for me to think. Um, I, I volunteer coach, uh, at our local college baseball and, and just being around college kids is exciting. And, uh, uh, the head coach is a great guy. And then, you know, for the past two years, I've, uh, spent a lot of time, raised a million dollars to build a miracle, uh, field complex in Sioux city, which is a baseball field and playground designed for kids with disabilities. And, uh, So it's just been inspiring, met a ton of great people, and then uh, we just opened in September and to see the kids and their families, you know, that uh, it's, it's been an incredible experience. That's so, very cool. Got to keep busy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Kevin, I really appreciate you being on the show today. Thank you so much for taking time out um, from your schedule to be with us. If people want to get in touch with you or with Sunnybrook, how can they do that? What's the best way for them to do that? Um, probably just hit me up on email, mm-hmm. um, and it's Kevin N. Uh, at sunnybrookchurch.org. Cool. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Hey, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Don't be shy. We'd love to connect. Check out Unseminary Inbox. You can sign up at unseminary.com and we'll send you helpful training resources every week. Plus, you'll gain immediate access to our exclusive members area with tons of resources you can use. Connect with Rich on Twitter at Rich Birch or through email rich at unseminary.com Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode at unseminary.com It includes links to what we talked about today and more. Leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Did you enjoy today's episode? Drop by iTunes and leave a review. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Join us next week when we'll learn more stuff we wish they taught in seminary.